0: And welcome back to Live from the Heartland. Um, We have uh, with us another first-time guest here, uh, Gabriel Pimonte. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Great. Great. Um, And Gabriel comes to us from the Obama, well, he's an obama Center skeptic. And I think that's uh, Tom's language, isn't it, Tom? Did you? I see. So uh, is there any other uh, title that you go by? besides? Yes,
1: I I do. Other things as well, and I well, we'll get into exactly what that um, comes from. Yeah, Uh, but you're you're
0: you're here because of the um, reaction that we're beginning to see grow uh, community conversation following the proposed Obama Presidential Center on the South Side.
1: Right. So um, there, there is. So I, I live on the South Side of Chicago. Um, I've, I've done. Journalism uh, for a number of years down there. Started at the Hyde Park Herald in 1999, a very and was venerable. there for a bunch of years. Very yeah. old Wonderful. community newspaper, um, okay. and have worked in uh, you know other in other contexts. I, I've been doing community related work um, outside of journalism for the last um, seven years, um, including a, a youth program that I started a few years ago, and just some sort of general community engagement, things you don't do as a journalist, because you kind of stay a step away from what's happening in the neighborhood. So I've been a little more involved. um, And uh, living in Woodlawn now, I've been in conversation with a lot of people who, for us, literally, I I live um, just west of 65th and Stony Island Mm -hmm. Avenue. So this is the Obama Center's proposed for um, a stretch of Jackson Park that runs down to, well... The original proposal went down to 63rd in Stony Island. Now they're talking, it's, it's a moving target. So anyway, we're talking about something that's in our front lawn, in our front yard. Sure. Um, a place where people barbecue, where they play with their kids, where there's a lot of kind of informal activity that will be eliminated. Um, but the, the important thing, and I'm so grateful for this opportunity because I think the important thing for people to, for us to be able to, um, as residents, immediately impacted by the Obama Center and development in Jackson Park to be able to communicate is that um, this isn't about being a, for or against the Obama Center itself, which is you know a perfectly uh, appropriate uh, expression of um, you know, an important legacy of an important man and an important family. Mm-hmm. Certainly, there's a conversation to have about where it's been cited, and I think we'll probably get into that a little bit, but there's also the... Um, collateral damage that comes from any large development in Chicago, mm-hmm. and it's, a, it's especially um, concerning in communities that have large, uh, w- what we could characterize as vulnerable populations, low, um, low income populations, populations without a lot of resources. A lot of my neighbors um, are either living in housing that is subsidized or use um, some form of subsidy. The, these are these tend to be the spaces where uh, developers and politicians <laughs> start drooling when you start talking about hundreds of millions of dollars. And so we've seen uh, already evidence of what will probably be a sort of torrent of horrible ideas that will be around the Obama Center, even though that may be a great idea. So there are two things, whether or not we should have 20-plus acres of public lakefront land taken for any private use is one question. The All other right. question is whether that, you know, no matter how virtuous and good that use is, whether there's any responsibility for that, those people proposing that to the consequences of them making that, um, you know, decision to do mm-hmm. that thing.
2: So that's why you're looking for a community benefits agreement that might impact how many local residents get jobs for this huge right. development? So. Th- As well as how other development might unfold, like a golf course.
1: Yes, absolutely. So there are so there are a number. So there are a couple of um, projects that have come out of the woodwork uh, at the same time as this center. One is a giant golf course, uh, dubbed the Tiger Woods Golf Course. Tiger Woods' reputation was uh, a little shinier. When this was named the tiger woods golf course but in any event it's um merging these two sort of ordinary golf courses that are well used and well liked by the um, which community. would be the
0: south shore country club
1: right old and the golf course and the jackson park golf Course, and, and, and turning ja- them into mm-hmm. a pga level golf course this is a whole we could really have a conversation about all is this golf because, is this
0: because barack is such a fanatic golfer
1: I think it's opportunity. I think what okay. it is is, um, well So well, let's just turn right away to Rahm Emanuel. So I think that <laughs> yeah, um, <might> as well. <laughs> this, this is essentially a privatization of the park south Amen, of the Obama my brother. Center. Amen. These two golf courses, because golf is associated with a kind of elite sensibility, I think there was a thought that uh, this would go unresponded to by uh, Rahm and Rahm Emanuel and a number of wealthy people who will basically get licensing rights for this part of the public land, which will no longer, therefore, be public. public so right. it will be profitable for these people to have a kind of golf course that is not as accessible, not as pleasant to golf on, not, lots of barriers that will make it something that um, people using it now will not be able to use, and incidentally, just not something they want to. We've talked; I've talked to golf people who use this, these particular golf courses, and they're not looking forward to this. They're thinking, well, I won't really use this the way I do now.
2: Well, so, when it goes from 30 bucks for a round to $150 well, for a round yeah. of golf, that's, that's kind of a big it, deal. It's
1: cost prohibitive, and if you're um, using it at off times, it can be as little as like $10 for a round of golf. It's very reasonable right now.
0: Yeah, It's one of the city courses, just like Waveland.
1: Right. Let's talk about roads. Let's talk about roads. So there are two roads that will be closed um, as a result of the all of this. So Cornell... Drive, which runs through uh, Jackson Park, kind of parallel to where the Obama Center would be located, is proposed to be closed. But also, the golf course, which you know, the Obama Center folks say we we don't know these people, we're not planning together with these people. But then Barack Obama is quoted as saying, "Well, it would be nice to have a golf course." That's all you have to say if you're the you know. Probably Barack the most Obama. popular living president, and you say, "Well, I'd I like that." That's really all. So, and he knows that. So, the <laughs> right. you know this has been endorsed in a tacit way by um, an incredibly charismatic politician, and they want to close Marquette. So, there are two important roads in the ways in which uh, we travel as Southsiders from the South Side downtown. If anybody has tried to go from the South Side in the last two days downtown because Forget if it. the marathon, it's impossible. Right. And this is another whole conversation I'd love to have about how we shut down the city as its own spectacle and obviously for profit um, and sort of ignore whether or not that's an inconvenience to citizens. I don't think that's unintentional. So if we lose these ways of traveling from the south side downtown, and they, it sort of is expected to spill over into Stony Island Avenue and then Lake Shore Drive, Th- this is going to be fairly disastrous.
2: Yeah. yeah I would epic. just like to say even we are Siders use those roads to get to the Skyway. Yeah, of course. And, yeah. you know, we tend to shop right there on Stony or whatever while we're getting that way so right. it's it's um, it's actually it's really unconscionable
1: <laughs> it is it's 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 just shocking mm-hmm.
2: especially when maybe a better site to have ancillary developments such as we've been talking about could have been washington park
1: so the washington park thing is fascinating because there there was there's all this land that when everyone thought we were going to get the olympics um the university of chicago bought up next to washington park so it's important to make this distinction. When we say Washington Park, there's the neighborhood in the park. Right. So Washington Park, the neighborhood, there was a bunch of land that could have been used to develop into the center that instead now literally is being turned into a park, which is kind of funny because it's next to one of the largest parks. And, Anyway, it doesn't make sense what they're doing with it now, and there was this alternative. Tom's absolutely right, and there's no clear explanation, in my opinion, except for vanity. It's As I mean, it's a not? beautiful site. Jackson Park is a beautiful site. It's also public land, which is no longer a park, so that's problematic. You know, the, the idea that we can just add something to a park and it's still a park um, is disingenuous when it's 20 acres and well when
0: said. Well said. Go ahead,
1: uh, Gabriel
3: Piemonte. Um, you know, we're talking neighborhoods that are predominantly African American down there, right. and uh, you know, I'm sure that there's a lot of support for the president. But I'm curious to know, because uh, it seems to me that the opposition is starting to build. There's a number of people, number of groups. Can you talk about the the plan
1: going forward to try to uh, change the location or alter their plans? Sure. So I think the important thing to start with is the CBA that Tom mentioned, the Community Benefits Agreement which is um, a way to kind of get to manage how the Obama Center uh, is responsible to the community around it. That doesn't necessarily move it, but I think it does have an effect, uh, you know, it it could stem the cascading effect where people think if I put an Obama sticker on my development, I can build anything, any size, anywhere on the (laughs) south side. Thank you. A CBA would stop that from happening, I think. There's um, an active effort afoot to stop a parking garage, there's a two-story parking garage that's been tacked onto this plan on the west end of the, the east end of the Midway, but west of Stony Island Avenue between 60th and, or 59th and 60th Street. So there's a, there's a piece of this other park that runs east to west, if people have driven down there, they're familiar with it, yeah. that's just being eliminated. And it's just sort of, uh, hey, we need to park somewhere, let's do it here. And so this is literally going to be taller than a metro station. Um, it, it's going to somehow be clad in um, greenery. You know, I, I can't, it, it kind of baffles my imagination. And then there's a, there's, there's a staging area for buses as well, which just will have to be what that is. Lots of concrete and, and not attractive at all. So there's a group that's very upset living... In close proximity, um, especially the the organizers of that, we've mentioned the golf club. There's another whole project that I think people just want. A lot of people just want to go away, which is a pavilion. So there's a music pavilion that's been proposed for the um, for Jackson Park as well. If you take these things, My gosh, the golf course. That yeah, one.
0: that's news to me. It's, it's
1: buried, and it actually was initially proposed before we knew for sure that the Obama Center was going to be um, in Jackson Park. So it was sort of speculative. And now that it's happening, this is behind, you know, there's not as much conversation, but the whole city needs to think about all of this because it is essentially carving up, you know, public land in, and these are all private developments, each and every one of them. Are you optimistic
3: that, uh, we'll prevail in keeping this from overrunning the community?
1: Well, you know, I think we have this uh, time of incredible crisis in the city on a lot of levels. I think what's going on with our schools, with the police, with all, you know, we have issues that are at a point of, it seems like we're at the breaking point. And I think when we're at that point of crisis, Chicagoans are... um, at our most resilient. That those are those are moments when people just get so fed up that we do things that are sort of shocking. That does, that you know you wouldn't think would have happened even six months before.
0: So um, you have you have a group called Jackson Park Watch, right? Um, is that like a local uh, uh, park advisory council that grew up grew legs on this
1: project? Well, um, you're close. It's it's a group of people who are members of the Jackson Park Advisory Council, which is. Tacitly endorsing these projects, they're not. Um, they haven't done an official vote, but they kind of write letters in support of them and wow. get very angry when people criticize them. And this is a group that really felt like there wasn't enough information coming out about any of this, and mm-hmm. so they've been really working hard to get information out. So there's them. There's something called SaveJacksonPark.com, which is. I mean, it's called Save Jackson Park. That's their website, which is focused on the golf course. There's a petition that is specifically focused on a nature area that we really haven't had t- a chance to talk about, right. but that is the twelfth hole of the golf golf course. So there's an, a stunning, beautiful little nature area, just let me emphasize east. stunning.
2: Yeah, yeah, it's and a mini version of Montrose. Right,
1: it's really something to behold, and it and as a result, these golf developers went into that space and thought you know, the view of the skyline from here. Oh my God, we have (laughs) to have this in downtown.
0: So it's all me, I want it, right? right? That's exactly it. Don't you want a master's tournament here someday? No. You you know, I understand that Jackson Park Watch hooked up with uh, Friends of the Parks uh, recently, and we did have uh, Juanita Irizarry on this show uh, right after they successfully blocked the uh, Star Wars on the lake thing. Right. (laughs) and, you know, I, I, I know that you get pushback from p- folks who say, hey, development's good, uh, bringing rich people here is good, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So are you prepared to um, fight the fight against all of, the, all of that backlash? And, yeah, absolutely. And will the former president step up and be a community organizer?
1: That's such a good question. You know, the funny thing about all of this is that the idea of the center, this is not a library anymore. It's not a presidential library. Thank that's, you. that's happening in, I guess, the on, online somewhere. But <laughs> this is it's supposed to be a catalyst for community organizing. It's supposed to inspire people to learn how to engage in their communities. And this is the process. This is the way this is happening. It's at least ironic. And certainly there's some hypocrisy around the Thank edges. You. My feeling is that what we need to make this change to have something different happen here is local control over this development. So what we've been pushing for, what I've been really pushing for, are local development councils that are popularly elected, nice. that have control over what happens in these developments. So you can, you know, kind of look at them as they're unfolding and make decisions.
3: Uh, Gabriel Piamonte, you're a hell of a guy, and, and we really <laughs> are glad you came on the show. We'd like to have you back. Uh, we want to thank everybody who came on the show today. We want to thank Alondra Montez, Veronica Ariola, yourself. And I also want to thank the people who make this all possible, including Autumn, who is our server today. Uh, we've got Reed back there. We've got uh, Nolan downtown. Yeah. Lynn is out of town. And Morgan's right here. And Morgan is here. And, and we encourage you to do good in the world because the world needs all the good that you do. All power to the people.
2: A tribute to Tom Petty as we go out
3: there
0: with a little Tom Petty. And, and a little happy, happy, happy wedding to Lynn Orman and her family. I was driving, driving, driving.